Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. First off, yes, you are correct. This show is going off about 15 minutes early. This is something I do not like to do. I like to be pretty regular at 7.30 a.m. so you can count on it. But sometimes my life gets in the way. Uh, We have some family or I have some family responsibilities today that I have to get on the road for at 8.30. And because it is Monday, I also would like to interview Greg Dickerson to continue our weekly series with our multimillionaires. So I've talked to Greg. Uh, He can go a little early, which means I need to go a little bit early today for the daily financial news. Please forgive me. I know we've done 18 months or so in a row at 730, but I just couldn't help it today. I hope you understand. Go ahead and leave me a thumbs up, comment below. Let me know it was cool. Uh, Hopefully that is all good. First, let's start off with four more people doing the work. I would like to congratulate Adrian, John and Laura, Mike and Miranda, and Suhas. Congratulations, your cards will go out in the mail today. Again, four more cards uh, to add to the tally. We are getting closer and closer to uh, 400 and then 500 right around the corner. Uh, Just so you know, we have released the bonus content this morning. Uh, Bonus content was added around Burr, depreciation, running a business, uh, and Greg Dickerson added a video for us as well. Uh, So if you have the course, it is there. I would strongly suggest uh, you watch the content. And what I'm going to be doing now is looking to add content every three months. So now I'm going to be start harping on the other creators who didn't quite make the deadline uh, so that we can add some more uh, maybe by March 1st or March 31st. We shall see what happens. In addition to that, I added content to all three courses. How to get started one rental at a time, four courses. Get your money right. Uh, nice enough to have a student give us their spreadsheet. We I recorded a video on it yesterday. That video is live in the Get Your Money Right course. Really go take a look at it. It's somebody doing the work, somebody that was uh, well off, uh, and they even found $2,000 a month uh, where they can lower their expenses. It was pretty amazing from July to December. Very well done. And I went ahead and added the depreciation video. I also added that to my free course. I believe there's a lot of... um, misunderstanding about depreciation, so I thought I would take that course and add it to the free course just as my way to give back uh, to the world, so uh, that is there as well. So all courses got new content. They just went live this morning, and uh, I hope you enjoy them. Uh, In addition to that, this morning at 7 a.m., a lot of you asked about running an apartment building. Uh, I found a report highlighting 2020 for one of the buildings that I own, so uh, it's an income and expense report. I went that video went live this morning at 7 a.m. I have requested from my property management team um, a list of the entire time I've owned that building, which I think is 12 years. So I will put that material together and show you from taking over a empty or distressed building through the day. Uh, I plan to show you all 12 years of ownership 
probably take me a couple of days to put that together. Uh, so that is coming. If you want to know about my courses, there are links below. Somebody just asked. Or you can, of course, just go to my website, One Rental at a Time. Uh, they are all there uh, for you. So again, um, I think I'm going to sneeze. One sec. Maybe not. Nope, I think I'm good. All right, so uh, news of the day. We got Tesla. Tesla actually announced over the weekend, I think it was Sunday, record deliveries for Q4. 308,000 vehicles. Uh, shout out to uh, Musk and his entire team. Uh, estimate was for 263. So pretty solid beat uh, in the face of what I'm sure was pretty tough supply chain issues. Uh, if it was like last quarters, I think te- I think this was Tesla. I don't follow Tesla a lot, but didn't they tell us last quarter they were flying parts around versus sending them on ships? Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how their net income is. Remember, it's one thing to deliver the vehicles. It's another thing to do them profitably. Very different things. Uh, I think last quarter, again, I think it was Tesla. Uh, they talked about sh- air, air costs exceeding. Uh, and then they raised the price of their vehicles, I think. So again, uh, we have to see record sales without question. Congratulations. Uh, however, that does not mean net income was great if you were you know, flying parts all over the world. So uh, it will be very, very interesting to see. Uh, Evergrande halted. Halted. I told you this was coming. Uh, as an accountant, the cash flow statement is like, the cash flow statement for a business is like blood in your body. It needs to constantly move to keep the entity healthy. When cash flow stops, bad stuff happens. Uh, and again, Evergrande shares were halted pending release of inside information. That's not good. Uh, in addition to that, to continue the pain, there is a resort town in China that ordered Evergrande to tear down, yes, demolish, demolish uh, 39 buildings that were illegally constructed. Yeah, that's not good either. It's a total of 435,000 square meters, This, and they have 10 days to demolish them. Not good. And lo and behold, what is this doing, folks? Well, in my opinion, all of this is hurting individual buyers. It's hurting consumer confidence. It's it's causing their citizens to retreat, and they don't know how to deal with it. This is uh, this is not good. And remember, I think it was Fitch over the weekend or maybe late last week. They said if apartment sales fell 15%, roughly a third of the property developers would go poof. I think it's worse than that, uh, but we shall see. So again, pretty, pretty crazy. Wednesday's Fed meeting, right? The meeting minutes from December 15th are going to be a very interesting read. And I mean that. What I mean by, what I'm looking for is I want to know, um, I want to know who is hawkish. And when, when you say hawkish in reference to the Fed speak, it's basically who wants to raise rates and dovish is who wants to either leave them the same or lower. I want to know who's hawkish. I want to know how many are hawkish. And most importantly for me, I want to know who's the most hawkish. Because right now we've already heard that the Fed is penciled in three rate rises. I want to know who's the most hawkish, right? So, okay, if three is the consensus, who's the most extreme? 
That's what I want to see, and it will be a very interesting read. I want to know if somebody's calling for five, six, somebody's calling for a half, somebody's calling for immediate. I want to just know the extreme. So that's what I'll be looking for in Wednesday's report. Morgan Stanley has come out kind of kowtowing to China, I think. Uh, Basically, Morgan Stanley put out an article talking about China growth could surprise to the upside. There's been a lot of talk here recently by firms talking about the downside. I'm guessing Morgan Stanley is looking to get more influence in China. So they came out with a, I don't know, a positive piece, I guess. Uh, They've talked about four things, which I thought were interesting. Uh, Already highlighting that they have paused their tightening, which I think is true. Uh, They've introduced liquidity, injected liquidity. I actually called that 48 hours early. Yes, I called it on Saturday and it happened Monday. Pretty proud of myself. Um, The one that I thought was interesting is they actually expect them to roll back these three red lines. If you don't know what the three red lines are, you can think of them as debt covenants. They're basically established to protect the system from being over leveraged. Right now, those three red lines are what are causing the liquidity crunch. Uh, So there's talk about those being potentially rolled back. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, The December jobs number, remember, folks, we have an over-under. If you do not watch me over the weekend, I will repeat it here. Friday jobs number for December is the big number of the week. Uh, I am calling 350,000 as the over-under. You can take the over of the under. If you'd like to play along, leave comments below. And if you're feeling particularly spicy, guess a number. We all have the same crystal ball. It's broken for all of us. Uh, But go ahead and throw it out there. I will say that two months ago, I nailed it within 1,000. That was pretty cool. That was a good day. Complete guess. Uh, So what we're doing now is 350,000 over under. Love to hear the number. Uh, And for whatever reason, I think yesterday, just out of nowhere, 287 came in my head. So I called it. I'm going to stick with 287. So I'm calling the under, uh, and we'll see there. Uh, I did see that they're expecting the unemployment rate to fall again, right? The unemployment rate reported last month was 4.3. They are expecting it to fall to 4.1, which is, again, full employment for most of my adult life was 6%. So uh, pretty crazy. I do have one question for you. We've talked about 21, 22 a lot, right? What'd you think? What'd you learn? What'd you do? What are you going to be doing this year? I do have one question. Have any of you done the analysis on what you spent last year? Any of you have monthly tracking? How much did you make? How much did you spend? How much did you save? How much did you invest? This is one thing that companies do, right, because of their quarterly and year-end reports. It's not something that people do very much, but it'd be interesting to hear. Lots of people will know what they make because you got to file your taxes. Not many people know what they spent Less know what they saved, and even less know what they invested. It's something to think about. It's something we should think about as individuals kind of having our own, I don't know, quarterly financial statements. Also, one of the things that I want to let you know that I'm going to shoot for this year, one of my financial goals, uh, I'm going to try to live on 40% of uh, what I make, right? Uh, Historically, we've done 50%. I'm going to go for uh, and see what happens if we live on 40%, with the rest being saved or invested, right? Live on 40, save the other, uh, save and invest the other 60. I don't know if you saw this clip with um, Floyd Mayweather. Uh, he talked about what he does, and basically he said he takes 50% of whatever he makes and saves it, and he plays with the other 50. Uh, I'm going to try to do 60-40 this year, see what happens. I do have one, one question for you all. 
any of you follow a, an analyst that is particularly positive about 2022, talking about the uh, equity markets, real estate markets, just having really good years? I haven't found one of those. I found people that are flat, and I found plenty of bears. Anybody, anybody out there a particular bull? Um, I'd love to hear. I want to, I want to see kind of both sides. Uh, some audience members over the weekend, some followers of the channel, sent me uh, YouTube clips of Rick Rule and Jim Rogers. Uh, I appreciate both of those. I've been following Jim for a while. I am Rick Rule. I have not followed, at least not that I remember. He was very articulate, though. Uh, it was a good video. Thank you for sharing. He's talking about dramatic reckoning coming. Uh, basically, um, basically Rick's point is. Uh, postponing pain. The Fed has postponed pain. Usually the pain comes back with interest, which I thought was an interesting saying. Uh, it's kind of, it makes sense logically, right? So I thought that was interesting. He's talking about the importance of having cash or dry powder, which I think is interesting. I'm telling you that's what I've been doing for the last six or nine months. Uh, he, do, he is particularly interested in gold and silver uh, and then also farmland. Jim Rogers, he's talking about the next bull market, or I'm sorry, bear market being the worst of his lifetime. I find that to be pretty interesting because uh, Jim Rogers and the Quantum Fund started investing in the 70s, right? There's not a lot of investors who really cut their teeth in the 70s, and the 70s are important. I did the 50-year chart. You've heard me talk about it. So it was interesting to see him talk. Uh, he's talking about silver, copper, and agriculture, so... Again, particularly bearish. Uh, he's, I'd say Jim Rogers is always bearish. I don't know, always. I've never known Jim not to be bearish. He's so bearish, he moved to Singapore, I believe. At least he's committed. Right? At least he's committed, so pretty interesting. I did look at the 10-year note this morning. It was up 1.58, uh, and I just checked before I hit go, and now it's at 1.6. The 10-year is running. I expect rates to be up all year. I expect the low to have... Uh, already been put in. I think I think rates are up. Got an interesting note from Planet Fitness. Uh, if you, One of the things that I'm following are movie theaters and gyms. One of the things that I am following is um, what are individuals doing, right? I've always followed the consumer. What is the consumer doing? Is the consumer going to movie theaters and helping Spider-Man be a billion-dollar opening? Uh, are people going to Planet Fitness and getting their New Year's resolution on? Because if people are doing that, it will be a sign that this nonsense is almost over. If we don't go to the movie theater, we don't go to the gym, we can, this two years of nonsense could continue. Right now, the Planet Fitness CEO is saying gym memberships or gym visits, sorry, gym visits, are holding up uh, early signs. So I think that is a net, net positive. A uh, couple questions about uh, wearables. One, anybody get the Oculus? Anybody have the Oculus? And if you do, do you like it? It's uh, not really my thing, but uh, I, I believe Dion does use those from the Three Amigos. Just curious, what if anybody got them for Christmas? Maybe got them for your kids. What do you think? What do you do? Is it is it worth it? Uh, and then lastly, Apple. Apple business for wearables, those little AirPods, uh, 27 million pairs were sold for the holidays. I don't know why. That just seems like a lot. 
which is pretty good. And again, Apple keeps killing it. Analysts are expecting a uptick of 20% growth in their wearables business this year. So shout out to the Apple team for keeping, uh, just keep pushing and growing. So pretty cool stuff. So that's what I got for you today. Uh, again, remember new content is up. I just hit publish this morning. It's up for uh, all three courses got stuff. Uh, the fight, get your money right course has an actual student who did the work. Uh, how to or uh, how to get started one rental at a time has bonus content. It's at the very bottom, so scroll to the bottom. I know there's a lot of content, uh, and then I added something to the free course just because I wanted to. I wanted to make sure every course got something new today. It's 2022, so let's go. All right, have fun, take care. I'm gonna go interview Mr. Greg Dickerson. Have a wonderful day.